This is Matt Hardy, the man who is stronger than death, and you are currently listening to Marking Out. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk from Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk from Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk from Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk from Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 371. No, no, 317. It's it's episode 317. No, this isn't a joke. It's episode 317. Oh, well, this is unfortunate. And, um, but... As any Oscar show does, we will go on with the show. Or we'll just end it because that was the last thing. So, <laughs> we wish you. <laughs> I kind of well, hate that we just did that too, but. <laughs> yeah, we didn't set that up or anything. It wasn't written or anything like that. <laughs> it, it's just as scripted as the Oscars, you know? Yeah, we have two envelopes. Yeah, at all times. But each, yeah, so each. So well, in total, we have four. That we do. Yeah, that we do. So we should be saying that it's pro wrestling <laughs> talk by pro wrestling fans. You can check us out on Twitter at MarkingOut at BTTG161 because I'm here with Brandon. You can go follow me, myself, and I, Dave the Rave, on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Also, go check out Facebook, facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Go give it a like. Also, go check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Go purchase a t-shirt. Also, go check out YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. And, ch- and watch and share and like Cooking with Brandon 5 because it is amazing. Also, while you're at everything else, you can go listen to us and our old episodes or our new episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. But... Enough with the promoting. Hey, Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. How are you doing? Well, I am doing awesome as good. So, you know, keep awesome on powering through. Yeah, you know, keep on powering through this week. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting week. With, yeah. Uh, there, was, there, was no, there was no February 29th this year. Yeah, you, I, you know, I was really disappointed because I don't know about <laughs> you, but I always prepare myself for February 29th. Like on that day, I just go wild and just it's a big celebration, not just for it's just a celebration of life, you know, L'chaim. you know, I'm still but, I'm still disappointed at the fact that WWE didn't really do anything for it last year when it fell when Monday Night Raw fell on Leap Day. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, yeah, very unfortunate. February 29th is not a day that gets enough recognition. Yeah, it only happens once every four years. Yeah, I think it's about time that it demands some respect. It's kind of weird. Like, what happens if your birthday is on a leap year? Then you're you're only like four years old. Yeah, it's so weird how that works. Yeah. That's very weird. Kind of like uh, what's his face um, from Modern Family. 
Like um, in real life or on the show? No, 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 on the on the show. Someone has a leap year birthday on there? Yeah. Um What? Oh, what's his name? The gay couple, Mitchell and um Who's Mitchell's husband? I can't think of his name. I can only think of Eric Stone Street. I can't only think Eric of Eric Stone Street. Cam. Oh yeah, okay, Cam. Cam. It's funny. I watched the show weekly since it yeah. debuted. Yeah, Cam is born on a leap year because he had that birthday episode. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, they were doing the interview and they were like, "Oh yeah, no, he's turning this," and he's like, "I'm I'm turning four. I'll be four, oh. or something like that." Yeah, but everyone should be watching Modern Family. Yeah, it's really, a great really show. good show. I saw him. I saw Mitchell on Broadway, or and, I think off right? Broadway. No, no, it was the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, he was in the original cast of uh, Rent, I believe. Never heard of it. No, it's a <laughs> little little ditty about Jack and Diane. Nothing too special, though. Yeah. Said the guy who doesn't want to go see John <laughs> Mellencamp. Yeah, right? I'm actually, uh, uh, nah, my joke's not going anywhere. <laughs> I was going to say I'm a huge supporter of his ex, but I forgot who, who has a big problem with him. Oh, big celebrity, ex of his. I have no uh, idea. I forgot. But, but, but it's disappointing that Forest Hill Stadium is getting all these concerts. It's like... The shows that that like Prudential Center is getting, mm-hmm. like that's an indoor venue, and Forest Hill Stadium is an outdoor venue. I'd rather go to an indoor venue. I wish Barclays Center was getting these shows, because I want to see Tom Petty. I would go see John Mellencamp. And now they just announced um, Hall and Oates with Tears for Fears. Wow, that's a pretty crazy. Lineup. It is. It really is. Not. And that. Well, yeah. Okay. And now there's there's rumors that City Field and Dodger Stadium are going to be hosting Eagles and Fleetwood Mac. I think in the same concert. Would you see that? I would. I mean, I don't think I'm going to be. If it turns out to be a real thing, I don't think I'll be going to it. But no, it just seems like it'd be like such an expensive show. And I already saw Fleetwood Mac twice, three times maybe. Three times lady? I saw Eagles twice also. I saw Don Henley once without the without them. I saw Did Joe, you see the Boys of the Summer? Yeah. I saw Joe Walsh twice without Wait, did I see Joe Walsh twice? Didn't we see him? What at what, at what point would we have seen him? I don't know. Didn't he come out with Taylor Swift? You oh no, that's James Taylor. <laughs> Oh, close. Who also has a concert announced at Jones Beach this summer, which I will not be attending. (laughs) No, I won't. Wow, so really you're not going to go to anything? No, I have a lot of shows coming up soon. Do you? I think so, yeah. I mean, not not a lot, a lot, but like my summer schedule's like filling up. Jam-packed? Yeah, I got a few, actually. I have... Um, Green Day coming up this month. You're going to go see Green Day? Yep. I have Eric Clapton this month. You're going to go see Clapton? I have Billy Joel next month. You're going to go see Billy Joel? I have Bon Jovi next month. You're going to go see Bon Jovi? I got Ricky Gervais at Madison Square Garden, the theater of Madison Square Garden in May. I got Neil Diamond at Madison Square Garden. 
You're going to see Ricky Gervais and Neil Diamond. I got Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper. You're gonna you're gonna see Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper. And hopefully, I'll add Nickelback. <laughs> you're gonna see Nickelback. I hope so. Erica's a big fan of Nickelback. Seriously? Yeah. Dude, come down for that. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever wants to go see Nickelback. I was supposed I know, I to go you see get a them. Kick out of that. I was supposed to see them two years ago, and then Chad had like something wrong with his vocal cords. It was like the worst day of my life. I would see. I would definitely see. <laughs> Dude, I would definitely it's, see Nickelback. It's Nickelback with Daughtry. Well, I already saw Daughtry and at, it's Shaman's uh, Harvest. Dude, I I I'd really pop if Daughtry played uh Myers and Matthews. Old it's a full. Stuff. It's a full wrestling themed concert. Shaman's yeah, Harvest did, uh, they did the theme, I think they did the theme song to Superstars, and they did Drew, um, Drew McIntyre's theme song. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'd pop if I, if they played those two, and I'd pop if Daughtry did Hawkins and Ryder's theme. Yeah. And Nickelback, I'm sure they would do the Monday Night Raw theme song. I feel like that's a good opener. Yeah, it was. That's, and, that's and, awesome. and I thought, I don't really like the one that they have now. And I thought there I, was I like one... the new Nickelback song. Oh, I, the, I'm talking about the Monday Night Raw theme song, eh? Oh, yeah, no, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that is, obviously. Right? I, think, I don't know. It's Uncle Jesse. Oh, no, I did not get that joke at all. Oh, but... Um, if when they got rid of the Nickelback theme song, there was something by James Durbin that I thought would have been a really good theme song. Oh yeah, you sent me that a long time ago. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but there was like it was like the perfect, the perfect theme song for Monday Night Raw. Yeah, you told me that when he was like featured on Raw or something. Who was Durbin? Or it was right after everything. Like it was right around <laughs> WrestleMania time. Because you brought it up to me. I it think. was, it was, it's called Stand Up by James Durbin. Mm. And I thought that was like the, the perfect theme song. And he's the American Idol guy, right? Yeah, not a winner, but we... Did we take a picture with him? Yeah, we met him randomly on the street after Access. Yeah, he's a big time Mark. He came up to us, asked for our picture. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, he is a Mark. He had Hulk Hogan on American Idol with him. That is true. Well, American Idol got him, got Hulk Hogan for him. Him, yeah. Which is so awesome. Yeah, but, and he Mark was, He was cool too, so definitely check out the song Stand Up and think about that being the theme song to Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So, yeah, Monday Night Raw really needs a new theme song. I'm not But it's like they keep, theme. it's just like, now it's like in, I don't know if it's in-house, I don't know if CFO, Money, or whatever does that theme song but it's just i don't i don't like it i don't think so but it's it's just awful and then like re they remixed it like a million times yeah i feel like they're they had better theme songs back like a few years ago than they do now for uh raw theme wise dude that's smackdown first of all what it was at nickelbacks i think it was burn it to the ground oh i'm not too sure burn it to the ground yeah uh across the nation yeah that's a good one am i missing one in between there which one am i missing 
I don't know. I, I mean, I like the ones from like the Attitude Era too. It's funny. I watched a video of them playing. I don't know how long it, it must have been from like 2002 or whatever of them, or maybe even earlier than that of WWE showing the WWE superstars the theme song mm-hmm. and having them try to say what the lyrics were. Yeah. And they were like saying the lyrics and it was like, they're, I don't know what they're saying. That's funny. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. But well, uh, what'd you, what'd you do? Anything fun this week? What did I do? He wants to know this week. Let me see. Let me see. Um, this week, I did not do anything that special. Um, I have to remember, every time you ask me what I did this week, I always have to remember what I actually did this week. Um, I really don't think anything. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with that opinion. And that is my, yeah, I did really nothing. Yeah, I'm going to assume, I'm going to assume I didn't do anything either. Wow, this is an eventful podcast full of eventful kind of guys. But it's the end of February. No, no, it's the end of February. There was no February 29th. Which I'm still still furious that there was no February 29th. Well, you you, you can't blame us for that. You can't blame us for not having anything fun. It kind of, of, honestly, I think it put a damper on this entire week. Just like you gear gear up usually for February 29th, and then this year it's just like if you wow. gear up for February 29th every single year. <laughs> if you gear up, <laughs> gear up, get her up, get her up, get her up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, are people still listening, or did we lose oh. you? <laughs> I Is anybody gonna, even listening? I thought you were going to say, are people still listening to Larry the Cable Guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are people still listening to Larry the Cable Guy? I think so. I just I added their uh, I hope him so. and him and Jeff Foxworthy's latest special to the to the Netflix Netflix queue. And Netflix, yeah, to my Netflix queue to watch that. I saw Larry the Cable Guy is going to be at uh, Westbury Music Fair soon. Really? You like, should go. Like, really soon. Dude, get a bumper. Yeah, I'm not going to be going to see Get him. a bumper. But I would totally try and get that from him, because he did um, The Tooth Fairy 2, which is not a WWE film, but it's funny, because he did the sequel to the the movie that The Rock starred in. Mm-hmm. And he's freaking Nader, so... Nader? No, Nader? Are you kidding me? Nader. <laughs> Mator. Mater. What are you hearing? Why are you hearing an N? I don't know. Mater. You don't know who Mater is? No. From Cars? Cars? Pixar's? Cars? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, there's, there's Pixar. Li- there's Ours. Lightning McQueen and hey, there's Mater. I, I actually have never seen that movie. Well, you should. That's one of, my, one of my favorite, like, all-time Pixar, like, moments comes from that film. Really? Yeah, in the credits, in the credits of Cars, they have like other Pixar films depicted as toy cars, and um, John Ratzenberger plays a Mack truck in that film, mm-hmm. so he's at like the drive-in theater watching these movies, and it's like Tom Hanks and um, Tim Allen doing doing Woody and Buzz, 
And Tom Hanks is like, you are a toy car. And then they have like ham car and stuff. And he goes, John Ratzenberger goes, hey, uh, these, all these voices sound exactly the same. Because it's like him in every single movie mm-hmm. they showed. I thought it was funny. Screw you. <laughs> Whoa. You, you're not even reacting, man. What? I'm, tr- I'm picturing it. Well, picture it out loud. Okay, you want to tell the story again? No, you just have to hear. I, you are a toy car. You know the scene. You are a toy. Yeah. He says, "You are a toy car." <laughs> oh, that's, that's that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's really, that's really good. I'm 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 glad that you you explained it now. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> uh, wow. I keep on thinking about it, and I'm laughing inside. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's seriously, it really is one of my favorite parts of a Pixar thing. Oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't doubt that that was your favorite part of the Pixar movie. I really don't. Why, why would I? Yeah, it's like toy cars, I think, or something like that. A toy car mm-hmm. story. A toy like, car's life. Oh. oh no. I see. Yeah, they have Monsters Inc. in there. That's a good movie. Yeah, did you ever see Monsters University? No. Actually, yo, why did I say no? Yes, I have. I have seen that movie. And I'm a big fan of that movie, too. Yeah, it was good. Do you... Are you a big fan of it? Or it's just good? I mean, I'm not a big fan of it, but I'm a fan of any Pixar film. Well, I shouldn't say any Pixar film was... Hmm, was that a Pixar film or was that a Disney film? It was the Pixar. I think the Good Dinosaur. The Good Dinosaur. Yeah, I saw that on an airplane, and I just did not get it at all. Oh, that didn't get good reviews or anything, right? I don't know if it did, but I just I did not at all. I didn't get it. Yeah. Maybe because it was on an airplane, and like I don't know if I fell asleep during it. I really don't think I did. Mm-hmm. But I was very disappointed with this movie. Yeah, I don't think it was that. It got good reviews. It just like yeah, I, I, it just it really it just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But like every other <sighs> Pixar film, yeah, it's like it's like solid, solid movie work. Mm-hmm. So I I agree. Yeah. Are they the one with the? Uh... With the really cool offices? Yeah. Yeah, with like the toys and stuff. Yeah. I would love to get a grand tour of that. Which I don't think they do. They should. I think that would be really cool, no? I, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it would be cool. Right? That'd I just, be awesome. I mean, like, Google doesn't give tours of their... And that's a bad move. Bad move. Google should be giving away uh, tours. Well, not at least I don't. They should should sell tour. I mean, tour tickets. I assume they don't. But would you would you pay to tour Google? I don't think I would. There, there's no reason for me that. Well, I was if it's for donation. What do you mean? As if Google needs a donation. Yeah, I still I don't think I I don't really care unless I'm getting all their food that they give in the cafeteria. 
Now, as long as if you pay, and you also get the trip to the cafeteria, and it's on the house. Well, it depends on how much I pay to get in. Uh, let's go $20. I mean, that's the price of an all-you-can-eat restaurant. Kind <laughs> of, so. <laughs> I mean, the Golden Corral is about that much. I'm not going to the Golden Corral. I would never go to the Golden Corral. I've never gone to the Golden Corral. I thought you have. No. I've You're been to Old Country. Golden? I've never, where the heck is it? Oh, Golden Corral. I don't know. That's like New Jersey or something. The Golden Corral? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. What was the other place that you just said? Uh, I, I, did I Grand say Old buffet. Country? Did I, oh, Old Country Buffet. Yeah, I've never been there. Old Country Buffet. I mean, it's closed by us now, but that place, you don't got to go to that place. I, I assume it's on par with with Golden Corral. Mm-hmm. It might even be the same owners. I don't know, but Interesting. You, you, don't, you don't have to go there. Now, is it, why is it buffet and not buffet? It's buffet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Who says okay. buffet? I'm just saying, just asking. Buffet. It's a, a it's buffet. A, it's, it's probably French. A buffet? A buffet. Yeah, buffet. Like Bobby Buffet. Bobby Buffet. Yeah. Yeah. About that. Well... Do you have any more uh, delightful conversation topics? I do not. Well, that is a good response because that means we can get on with some pro wrestling. And that means that our listeners just woke up. Welcome to the podcast. It is Marking Out episode 371. It's not. We're not doing Uh, this gimmick again. Uh, it, it's it's been so it's like one and done that's it yeah all right well all right well what are we going to talk about uh well some outside the ring news first happened today i think uh during a match in uh in a new japan pro wrestling in okinawa japan uh tomo oki honma got hit with a ddt with his feet on the second rope from Jado and uh, ended up getting knocked out. He was unresponsive and the match was stopped and he, he was rushed to the, the hospital. So, Very unfortunate. I mean, is it K-Babe or? I, have, I would assume not since Pro Wrestling Sheet was reporting it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was a six-man tag. It was Honma. It was Makabe and Michael Elgin taking on uh, Ishii, Toro Yanu, and Jado. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, Honma is fine. It's always awful when these types of injuries take place. Yeah. And, but hopefully he is okay and, uh, he will, hopefully he'll recover from whatever he is, uh, facing right now. Yeah. But the pro wrestling universe is talking right now. About the following topic, Drew Galloway, Matt Rebbe, and Jeff Hardy, Mike Maria Bennett, and Jade have all departed from TNA. Now, Which, it is safe to say that King Maxwell is going to be with uh, TNA as well. Like, will he be? Will he still be with TNA? All right, I think he may. 
I think he's going to stay under contract with TNA. Why, you don't think King Maxwell's going to? I don't know. I think he might. I mean, he could do some serious... Uh, I mean, think about it right now. King Maxwell versus this wrestler that just returned. Yeah, I mean, that could be some big money. I mean, can you actually see an armbar put on King Maxwell? I can't see anything put on him. No, but but also King Maxwell could just go to WWE for some big money and could end up being the youngest competitor in WWE's history ever. He could be the youngest champion ever and nobody will be able to touch that record. He'd be a total young buck. That's for sure. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, Bruce Pritchard, he actually, talking about TNA, he made his, actually, no, I'm not ready to move on from that. I am so excited <laughs> about all these departures. <laughs> I am totally not ready to move on yet. Who's not excited about that? I mean, some of these names, okay, cool, but Drew Galloway can finally return to WWE potentially. This has been something Mark dreams that I'm sure you're very excited about that. I am. I cannot. I really hope that this is not a dropped opportunity. You know, the golden. What was he? The golden child, or no? That was the chosen one. Was he the chosen one? That's Jeff Jarrett, isn't it? No. Yeah, he was the chosen one. No. Was Jeff Jarrett not also the chosen one? I don't know. But even still, I mean. He could finally come in, and I think he could make a huge impact coming right into the main roster. Yeah, I uh, I would I hope. Mean, I mean, there was points in WWE's history where he was being groomed for the WWE Championship. Yeah. He was the chosen one. You, yeah, he was. I thought so. Yeah. But this is still awesome. And very exciting. I mean, also the Hardy Boys can make their return to WWE, which I know a lot of fans, I mean, myself included, are excited about that. Yeah, I was always, uh, we said it, I said it last week, I think, Hardy Boys, huge fan of them. Yeah, it's just really cool. Uh, It's a fun time to to be a fan of pro wrestling with all these movies. That is, like, awful with what they said to... The Hardy Boys, if that's all true, which I don't doubt it at all, where because they, they wanted creative control over their contracts, like they still wanted cre- over their characters, like they had it, they still wanted it, yeah. and management, I guess, wasn't going to give it to them, and said, if you want that, go to WWE or something like that, or oh, come go to WWE with this stuff. Uh huh. Something like that, but it's like, how, like, how dare you? Like, so they're they're like, no, I'm not going to do it. It's just that that was like such. I wonder who in that like office said that. That's like the most childish thing. Like, oh, you want this? <laughs> go to let's go see if WWE wants to do that. Go just go to WWE. Um, like, that's that's so stupid. Yeah, just very very immature, very stupid, but. What can you do? What can you do? All right. And by yeah. the way, WWE wished Maria a happy birthday the other day. So interesting. Yeah, uh, something very interesting as well. Alberto Del Rio made his TNA debut at the tapings. Uh, 
Might as well say it. Well, I would spoiler. say. Well, I was gonna say I would say spoiler alert. But yeah, spoiler alert. They, apparently, they tried to keep it a secret all day and all like through the tapings and stuff. And then somebody that works, I don't know if it's for Anthem Sports, was like live tweeting the whole day. Uh huh. And tweeted out a picture of Jeff Jarrett and Alberto De Patron or Alberto El Patron. I don't know. I've seen two pictures in TNA so far with two different names. Wow, total fail. Well, I don't know if there was like a promo or something where he like changed his name officially or something, so Yeah. But 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 yeah, so he's in TNA now. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler, new champion too. Uh which apparently which is, was supposed to be Baba Ray. Oh really? Yeah, they, it's well according to the I news thought it was sites, from what I saw it was supposed to be Drew Galloway. The news site said that after Drew Galloway let his contract go, they wanted Bully Ray to return as the main eventer, as I think a heel main eventer and whatnot. And uh, and I guess it just it fell through where something wasn't happening with like Bully Ray wasn't getting what he wanted. So uh, they went with they called Del Rio on Wednesday, signed him. But who knows? Who knows if all that's true? Hey, there's only a few people that know, and it is definitely not one of us. Yeah, but Bruce Pritchard made his return on air at the tapings. So he'll have an on-air role going forward and a backstage role as well. And then uh, Dutch Mantel, FKA Zeb Coulter, is going to be taken over uh, as head of creative. And he was also on the Impact. Sure. He was on the, the Impact. Yeah, the Impact yeah. show, talking about WWE. Oh, there's there's actually the Impact show? Well, actually, he no, he was on Impact Wrestling. Okay. He he didn't talk about WWE. He spoke about the people who, uh, I guess, I guess he went, I think he spoke about the people who went from TNA to WWE. Or maybe okay. he was talking about TNA talent, like AJ Styles, like... Kurt Angle, like so-and-so, etc. That's so weird. But the other segment, man, that, that I read results of, I just I don't understand it. The one, the whole thing with Josh Matthews and and that whole fiasco, the commentary fiasco, I just don't I don't understand that at all. Yeah, the Like I don't uh, understand wait. why you would use WWE in your storyline if you're not WWE. Yeah. That's that's it. Like that, you just shouldn't do that. Mm. And then I guess with Alberto Del Rio being in TNA now, it probably goes without saying that Paige was backstage for the tapings. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised that like news sites didn't report like Paige backstage at Impact tapings. She wonder why she wasn't on. She wasn't being used though, or something stupid like that. Like. I could see some some site doing that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's just interesting everything going on with Paige a little bit. Like, I have no clue what her deal is. Is she still well, under mean, contract? Yeah, no? I guess she's in con under contract with WWE, from what I understand. But I don't think being backstage with your fiance is. Not, I don't think that's a huge deal. Like, I don't think that's, like, a make-it-or-break-it type of thing. It's not, she's not appearing on the show. She's not appearing in the audience. No. 
So I don't I don't really see anything wrong with it. But it's, it is weird to, that someone under contract WWE is in the enemy headquarters, in the house for uh, enemy taping. Yeah, well, I mean, you know? well, that's relationships in pro wrestling. What 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 else are you supposed to do? I you're at a loss, right? It's not you're not at a loss. It's just you're with your your partner. Mm-hmm. You're just there. They are with the company. You're there with them. Yeah. Which like, I hear what you're may, maybe she'll be at the the big event tomorrow in Queens. I don't maybe know. she will. Yeah. So. Who knows? Uh, well, definitely not us. But uh, I guess in the the spirit of people being released. Uh, Jack Swagger went on Chael Sonnen's, I don't think it was his podcast, I don't know if it was like his after podcast, podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, he went on his show and, and spoke about how he was granted his release from WWE, he asked for his release, he was granted it, um, WWE is saying that he's still under contract though, but uh, I mean, I saw Cesaro tweet to Jack Swagger today. Just like a tribute type of thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like a thank you type of thing. So. Thank you. Yeah. They were, they were tag team partners. That's true. That's very true. And I think, you know what? I think a lot of people do underestimate Jack Swagger. And I think. Why we, is that? I don't know. I just feel like, I, I feel like we, we in the past have done that too. And there like something in there for whatever reason, just wasn't connecting with the WWE universe. But um, there, I mean, there's been times where Swagger's been hot as hell. And and I think I think there's some missed something in there. Uh, yes, I will agree that there is a missed something there. But on the other hand, I mean, and if, if we remember correctly, this guy was really... Uh, hitting his peak going into that WrestleMania, but then he got busted. Like, everybody was really supporting of him with the We The People, and then what happened with that? He got yeah. busted, and they're, well, down down the hatch. Yeah, but, I mean, he's a former, multi, I think a multiple-time WWE champion. So uh, I think so. But, yes... So he's going to be, I mean, he was already announced for a match with Del Rio, I believe, for, I think it was in, in England for Paige's family's company, which would make sense. But WWE is saying that he's still under their contract. So I guess that's not going to happen. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Swagger was like, I want to go to Japan. I want to go to Mexico, all over the place, so. We wish him nothing but the the best of luck. Oh yeah, I mean, we we, As we are... wish everyone else who who gave up their contracts and or let their contracts run out in TNA. Yeah, and I'm, I have no doubts that they're going to succeed and go on to be successful wherever they end up. I mean, what do you think of Jade? Do you think she could be in WWE? I. I do think that. And if WWE is going ahead with their women tournament, I wouldn't mind seeing her in that at all. 
I, I agree with that. I think she can be a draw with uh, being included in that tournament. Um, it would be very interesting to see if she can make an impact. Same with Murray. I mean, we've, I, I, we've I, seen Jade. I mean, Mia Yim, we've seen her on NXT in the past as like enhancement talent. So Have we? Yeah. I don't remember her as enhancement talent. I feel like we've seen her versus Emma. I'm not positive on that, though. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. But uh, another person, it was, Maria. It was Charlotte, by the way, not not Emma. Oh. Uh, another person, Maria. I would love to see her back in WWE. I mean, I I think she's really talented as a, a valet. She, as a she, like, yeah, she, since leaving WWE, she really grew a lot in the in the – in her skill wise and everything on the mic. I think she's great now. Yeah. I think she honed into everything and she's doing, she has done a great job. You can't take that away from her at all. Yeah. So all right, cool stuff. Um, yeah. Triple H is going to be on house shows on March 10th in Buffalo the 11th in Toronto, and the 26th in White Plains. What's the deal with that? I What's guess, the deal? I guess getting him ready for WrestleMania, since it will probably be a go. Which is unfortunate. I, well, I mean, Seth Rollins still getting a spot. Yeah, that's that's very true. Can't I think, be upset when you're one of your favorite wrestlers, or yeah, one of your favorites gets a push like that. Why Seth Rollins is one of your favorites, or is Triple H one of your favorites? Rollins. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean favorites right now, but the guy is really talented and big fan of watching the matches. You know. Yeah. So. Which it's a shame that Triple H isn't going to be at the not that I'm going, but the the Madison Square Garden show. That's mm. on th- on the twelfth of March. Why is that? Why is it a shame? Yeah, I, it's just it's an A show. It's a Madison sure. Square Garden show. They have uh, Brock Lesnar versus Kevin Owens already, uh-huh. and it's a that's a Raw match. It's a SmackDown house show. So yeah, it'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I which, agree. Which speaking of SmackDown house shows. Asuka is going to be working some of the March SmackDown events due to uh, Naomi's injury. So that's awesome. And Asuka's going to be making her Madison Square Garden debut. Yeah, that's next week. really good. And she's she just hit uh, 150 wins undefeated. And she is on track to defe- to break Goldberg's record at like 173 or 175. Which I read somewhere that Goldberg's streak was not even that high. Huh. I think that, like I think the the post the the post that I read said that like at one point WCW management was just going like just making up numbers for Goldberg's. Street. Really? But I have no idea if that's true. Like, I couldn't find... There was no way in hell I was going back and counting 100-plus matches from WCW. Mm. No. From Goldberg's career, so... Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but... That's interesting. 
I I wouldn't know what to believe with that. But it, yeah, it is interesting to see that um, that Oscar has that opportunity to break what was once the hottest streak in pro wrestling. Yeah, and it's not like she has been having easy matches too. She's been going through a lot of good talent. I mean, given Goldberg had a lot are, of. Are you now kayfaving, David? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, no, but her opponents haven't been anything uh, like, I mean, it was, I mean, you never, I, you never thought that she would be able to defeat all some of these opponents at first. I think her but, opponents for the most part, well, because, I mean, Goldberg had some like really like low end jobbers, I believe. Oh yeah. Hugh Morris. Like, who's that guy? Like, really? Who is that guy? But, like, he had, I mean, he was a jobber at the time. Yeah, at the time, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, I don't know. I, I think that she has had a lot of stiff competition where there was a lot of matches where he didn't know if she would actually come out as a winner. Like, like Oscar versus Bailey? Yeah. You never, you didn't really know that she was going to succeed in that victory. Yeah, so maybe one day down the line we'll see... Asuka versus Goldberg. Who knows? Versus King Maxwell. Now that is a match I would pay to see. I don't know about everybody else, but I would pay to see that. Would you? Yeah, and Goldberg puts Maxwell over. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, interesting scenario right there. I can see it happening. This way Asuka's streak is still <laughs> technically intact. <laughs> I, I can I can see that happening. Would you book it? I wouldn't book it. I'm not giving insurance money to to the government for that. There, right? Um, WWE also announced competitors for the UK or tournament. Whoever you give insurance money to, I don't know. There, right? In that situation, uh, situation. Yeah, no clue. But yeah, WWE UK tournament. Uh, it's going to end up, oh, for the tour, not tournament. Um, for the tour, May 4th to the 12th, going to be champion Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, Wolfgang, Joseph Connors, Tyson Tebow, Mark Andrews, James Drake, Dan Maloney, Sam Gradwell, Saxon Huxley, Tucker, Jordan Devlin, and Pete Dune. Done. Done? Yeah. Everyone said it goes back and forth. No, nope. we went through this when the United Kingdom Championship Tournament happened. Uh, I don't know anymore. Yeah, so they're going to be on WWE United Kingdom house shows. So if you're going there, that's that's cool for them. And uh, they just aired a, a vignette on NXT this week that Wolfgang is coming. Very, very awesome. Yeah. And then there's rumors that Pete Dunne is just, like, going to come up to the main roster of WWE. Yeah. There's rumors around WrestleMania time that he may just come right up to Raw or SmackDown. And that would be kind of cool. I can see if he does, if that does happen, him show up some at some place and then as, like, a kind of um, a disrespect towards Regal. Yeah, like, but what, that, what would, in what situation would you have William Regal... Like, I'm pretty sure they meant, like, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, but you can still, like, Regal maybe says, like, 
listen, this is going to be going on. I don't want your, you to get involved here. You do not have a place here. Don't do it. And then he does it out of spite. <coughs> Who's somebody big on SmackDown that, like, doesn't really do much? Big on SmackDown. That doesn't really do much. Kurt Hawkins? No. <laughs> a little bigger. <laughs> wow. I was going to say, actually, maybe, maybe, no, maybe Ambrose. Maybe okay. he debuts the night after, well, the, the second night after WrestleMania, which is like, that's crazy because this is like the first time ever that, well, I mean, they've had it before with SmackDown always being taped on Tuesdays after WrestleMania and stuff, but this is like the first live SmackDown after WrestleMania. Yeah. So like there's gonna like there's this mysterious magical night after mania Monday Night Raw episodes. Now, it's gonna all that magic is gonna carry over. Now you have SmackDown. It's going to be a fun time, WrestleMania season. So, yeah. So, maybe maybe he'll just debut then and go after the Intercontinental Championship. If Dean Ambrose still has the title come WrestleMania. And I don't think he will. At least I hope not. Well, Who is he slated to be against? He's got Corbin. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be the WrestleMania match, but that seems where it's headed. Hmm. I'm going to hope that Corbin wins it. Yeah, I don't know. That would be cool. But, yeah. What else has come uh, out there? Uh, WWE signed a 22-year-old Canadian Olympic weightlifter. Uh, her name is Isabel Lahela or Lahela. Uh, and then she, apparently she's famous. She's Instagram famous for, for her butt. Or the booty. So I wonder how WWE came to find her. Um, I wouldn't look far past Bradshaw, though. I would not. I would not rule that out. Wade Barrett. Wait, but he, first of all, I don't want to take anything away from. I mean, she's an Olympic weightlifter, so I don't want to take. Oh yeah. I don't want to like. Yeah, I don't want to take no, anything away from her. I'm sure she worked uh, really hard to get to where she is. I mean, and I'm not saying that sarcastically. She was in, she had, I think she was, she partook in one of those WWE tryouts recently. So at the performance center. Mm-hmm. So they, they, I guess they, she was impressive that much. So they signed her. I mean, if you're impressive that much, then you got to be doing something, right? No? Yeah. It's also cool, like who they, like Sanjay Dutt was down there again training people. Uh huh. And, uh, I think I saw Truth Martini was a, a guest. Truth Martini, a yeah. guest? A guest trainer down there, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. I haven't I, heard his I, name in a while. I, I'm pretty sure I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Good stuff. Um, Eric Rowan. He, uh, <laughs> it's funny you you get lost and then skip over. Yeah, you did that before too. Yeah, I know. Eric Rowan he underwent that surgery to repair a torn rotator cuff back in October uh, last year, and he is apparently clear to return to ring action. So, and he tweeted out a video that was Wyatt esque, 
So who knows where he's going to end up? WrestleMania season time. I mean, is he gonna? Is he still a part of the Wyatt family? Is he gonna help out Bray Wyatt? Re- will he help him retain this championship at WrestleMania? Yeah. That would be a good way, a good time for him to return to help him out. Yeah, after having the shortest WrestleMania match in history of eight seconds, I believe, against The Rock, randomly. Yeah, yeah, that that really helped his career. Yeah. But uh, Wade Barrett's going to be making his return to pro wrestling during WrestleMania weekend for WrestlePro under the name Fake News Bennett. Uh, his real name is Stu Bennett, so that's where the Bennett comes from. And uh, hmm. Fake News is popular right now. So I've oh, definitely not known the re- the bang bang. I definitely would have known the real name because we're blocked on Twitter, so. Which I really, I still have no idea. Yo, at some point we have to meet him and be like, yo, dude, what's what's up with this? Like, dude, I don't understand. Like, we're such big fans of yours. We never, ever tweeted anything negative towards you. Yeah, we always, we always supported you. Why so, you liking like, us? Yeah, man, what the heck? Maybe yeah. we're the people that made him realize that he should leave WWE, and that's why. No, I just think, like, because sometimes... I get, like, annoyed sometimes on Twitter because people, like, tag us in these tweets that are, like, so disrespectful towards wrestlers. Yeah. And, like, sometimes sometimes I'll reply to them and be like, dude, that's not cool. Like, don't, don't make fun of people or don't do this. Yeah. And then other times I just let it slide because I just want, like, nothing to do with it. But I feel like that is how maybe we were blocked from him i know i i kind of agree with you i think it may have been a guilty by association deal with a tweet yeah which stinks yeah so if you i mean if you're listening to this don't tag us with other wrestlers and like talk negatively about them now if you want to talk positively about a wrestler and tag us sure go for it if you want to include them in any tweet to us sure go for it as long as the tweet's not derogatory yeah so, um, but the, uh, yeah, I was going to, the, the Netflix original series glow starring glow. Mark Marin and Allison Brie and many more, uh, pro wrestlers and actors as well. Uh, it's premiering this summer, June 23rd. They, they released the trailer video this week. So I'm pumped for that this summer. Check it out on Netflix. I have to watch, I have to watch the trailer. How did it look? It was. It wasn't like you didn't see anything in it. It was just like, just a hype video. It was yeah. It was just bodies like moving back and forth, uh-huh. people showing that Glow is going to be debuting on the twenty third. Now, if, now this is going to be a TV show, not a document, like a TV show based off of the show. Uh, it's a TV show based off the company. Yeah, I'm like confused as to how this is going to be was, though. It's 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 a scripted TV. It's uh-huh. scripted. It's a scripted. But it's not like it's not about the history of Glow. No, it's a scripted TV show. Just surrounding the aspect on, of Glow, based on Glow. Okay. Like they're gonna have like outlandish characters and stuff, and yeah. So it's not gonna be a, a historical pr- no, perspective of no, it or anything like it's that. It's not a documentary. Yeah. It's not whatever that Page movie is turning into. Yeah. But and, and I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but they have 
they have a glow documentary i don't know if it's still on there but if it if it is just type in glow and see if it comes up yeah i'm gonna have to turn uh turn on this glow trailer after the trailer's not going to show you anything you have to actually try to find the documentary for glow because that was so it was so good i feel like i watched it you might have i don't know ivory was part of it maybe i just actually watched a few other documentaries the other day uh i think his name is kenny johnson uh put out a bunch of documentaries about joey janela being most recent and then a few from the past, like Johnny Gargano, uh, Sammy Callahan, Leo Rush, and a few others. And it's it just really, really good videos to watch, really good documentaries. Yeah. I think it's between like 9 and 15 minutes long and definitely worth the time, especially that Joey Janela documentary. I, was Joey's not like 30 minutes? Yeah, Joey's was like 30 minutes or something like that. I was watching it yesterday, and it was just unbelievable. Yeah. But, yeah, so go check that, that all those out. I actually want to watch the Rude Boy Riley documentary at some point. Yeah. Like, just to get it, like, kind of learn about a little bit more about him. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, so go check out all those wrestling-related docs. Uh, Beth Phoenix. She is going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. She is a member of the 2017 class. Uh, rumor has it that she's going to be inducted by Kelly Kelly. Do you think that she's a worthy candidate? It's like, I mean, I'm not going to say no at all. I'm not going to say any, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not going to take away a Hall of Fame status from anybody. Uh, go, go beware. I'm not going to, I'm not. At this point, I'm not taking it away from anybody. Now, what about a few years ago? Coco beware? <laughs> when you think passed away? Honestly, I kind of I feel like I fought for it. Like a lot Before. of people, like I fought for reasons why Coco Beware could be. But uh, I, I do feel it is really soon for Beth Phoenix. Yeah. But uh, I mean, she, I mean, yeah, she did a lot of stuff when there were people that there were people that didn't look like her. In pro wrestling, and she came along just like China did before her. Yeah, just like a few others before her. But there's still so many other women of wrestling that deserve to be inducted, and I feel like Beth Phoenix Phoenix could have been put on hold for a few a few years. Like I feel like a lot of these, all right, a lot of these mo- like modern wrestlers that we have seen debut and retire are going to be inducted a lot sooner than they should, as opposed to, like, in their 30s, as opposed to seeing them inducted in their 50s when they were much older and stuff. And I feel like that's going to be kind of, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. I'd rather see a, a many years pass and then inducted yeah, when they're she, a lot older. She's only five years out, I think, from WWE. Yeah, and she could come back at any point. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm... I'm I'm still not convinced that the reason why this took place is because of Edge. She's she's had I think two children now. She's in tremendous shape still. So she could a hundred percent come back to WWE at any point and and be Beth Phoenix still. So whether or not this was like a thing like, hey Edge, we kinda want you for WrestleMania, we'll induct Beth Phoenix. I'm sure they wouldn't have said that to, to them. 
I don't know. But hey, 2K18, if it gets Beth Phoenix in there, that's cool. If it gets Kelly Kelly in the game, that's cool. If they do a whole oh, showcase. Kelly Kelly. <laughs> which is still <laughs> one of the funniest things ever. Yeah. When was that what after? That was when me and you it went was to 7-Eleven. But when, what, what was it after like NYWC? I think maybe it was after NYWC. And they had the SummerSlam <laughs> Collector Cups. Yeah. And the guy, the and like the only one that I wanted was Kelly Kelly. So like that's yeah. why I feel like that's why we went there. What'd you get? You got Edge, I think, right? I got Edge or Piper. I don't remember. I, I may have got an Edge. Yeah, I don't know if Piper was in that year because I have Piper from another year. Oh, I, I don't know. I remember the guy had to climb up the ladder for you. And I kind of marked that. I was just Wait, like, oh. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> it was on like a tough shelf in the closet. Not a, I, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't remember that. I remember me going through all the cups. Are you sure? Because I remember Where there was the a ladder in the closet. I looked at you and I and you <laughs> popped. You laughed. Maybe, no, maybe, the ladder, maybe the ladder was on. I made like a money in the bank motion. Then maybe the ladder was like outside near the cups. No, it was inside I, the closet. I don't remember that. I remember me having to like go through mad cups to get to it, and then us going to the counter and him being like, like really creepy about Kelly Kelly. Yeah, he must have he, like gotten those cups in and been like, "Oh, look at this." Yeah, he he definitely was a big Kelly Kelly fan, but not a pro wrestling fan, just of Kelly Kelly. Yeah, just of the cup. It, it reminded me of that time that you made me buy a Kelly Kelly figure. Like, you even gave me money for it and everything. And, like, you're like, oh, I don't want the the girl behind the counter to see that I'm buying a Kelly Kelly figure. I forgot that even happened. Where were we? <laughs> Was that, like, I'm a gonna say Walgreens or, or Rite Aid or something. Maybe Rite yeah. Aid. You slipped me a 10? No, no, you slipped me the 10. Oh yeah, yeah. To purchase the to to purchase an actual Barbie doll. I guess. The reason he too. Oh, because thing. I because she's gonna look at me and she's gonna be she's gonna know like and be like, oh yeah, no, this is of course, of course, this guy is going to get this action figure. Look how weird he looks. <laughs> look at this guy buying a Kelly Kelly figure. Of course, out of everybody in the light of. This is the guy that's going to buy a Kelly Kelly. Look how weird and creepy he looks. (laughs) That was the best reasoning ever. (laughs) And Uh, and you still have it till this day? Yes, it's in my closet with all my other action figures. That's why buying stuff online is so much easier. It really is. If, If the prices, like, if the prices line up. Yeah, if the price is right. Yeah. Um, I've been on a huge uh, pop figure kick. Well, you've been buying more? I, I No, nah, I didn't buy more yet, but I was looking on Amazon, and there's a few pop figures I may buy. Like, I may get the Flash or Green Arrow or um, a few others, like uh, maybe a few uh, Game of Thrones. But I, Game of Thrones, I can never decide which one I actually want. Maybe the Hound? I don't know. But Flash, Arrow. They get quite pricey. Yeah, I know. Well, I wouldn't go over the $8 range. WWE sells them from time to time on WWE Shop for like 5 bucks. Really? 
Yeah, but huh. like Bret Hart, Bella Twins. Even I don't know Ray, which. I don't Ray know which Wyatt. WWE one I would actually want. I mean, Kevin Owens is cool. Um, I don't know. Honestly, if I was gonna get any WWE pops that weren't a Zack Ryder one, it would be the the three pack of New Day. Yeah, the New Day is cool, but I don't know if I would actually want it. Which there's even another another new three pack of New Day, where they come with cereal. Well, they don't come with cereal. They come with like cereal yeah. is in their hands. And I think they have another one where instead of the three pack, where they're individually packaged. Yeah, they have individual ones as well. Yeah. Toys R Us had the three pack, which now WWE Shop sells. And I, I saw the three pack at uh, Fye, I believe. Yeah, and then Fye sells a three pack. Yeah. So, but yeah, those I think those would be the only ones that I want. With with intentions of getting signed, I don't know. I would never want them signed. Like I, I like them in the condition that they are. Yeah, but it's just a cool thing to get signed. Like you, you never got a. You, I mean, I'm assuming you have actually never gotten a wrestling figure signed. Um, no, I've never gotten an action uh, action figure signed. I I mean, people have given me action figure signed, like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Well. Uh, Sal and Zach uh, Ryder. Yeah, Brett Matthews picked that one up. But yeah, yeah, um, I, I, that's like because my yeah whole, in that in that in that DVD where they're all getting uh getting meeting Hulk Hogan in, in Times Hulk, Square. In Hulk still rules DVD. Yeah, yeah, the Hulk still rules DVD. They're actually getting me an action figure. Zach Ryder. So. You could see Zach Ryder and salute. Yeah, salute. So. But yeah, that my the majority of my collection is wrestling figures. Like my collection of autographs and stuff are their wrestling figures that are signed. Huh. I don't know if I would want signed action figures though. Like I, I like autographs because if I don't want to hang them on the wall, I can put them in a binder and they're still safe. Like yeah, I mean eight by tens are cool, but like action figures are like some like it's an it's an action figure. It's like a little thing that that. It's it's them. Yeah. It's I mean it's different than an eight by ten. An eight by ten as well would be nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think it's cool, and I, that's the only the only two pops I own are the the two Power Ranger ones. Because huh. I had nothing else. Like I w- I would have liked to have had a Power Ranger toy signed by them. Yeah. But the boxes were just ridiculously stupid. The box, because there'd be like no great place for them to sign. The box is a triangle shape. No. So, and, and some of my favorite autographs come on on wrestling figures. Really? Yeah, one of my favorite autographs that I have is a Jerry Lawler one. Huh. Of, of, like the classic series Jerry Lawler sign. It's like his signature is so nice. But I guess I mean he's an artist, so artists yeah. sometimes have really nice signatures. And I was going to say, the guy's been doing it for how long now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure he perfected his autograph by now. Yeah. And I, that's like a thing. Like, if I had tons of money, I would I would love to buy some of his artwork, too. Because he's, he's a really awesome artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so. So, yeah. you're welcome for that Kelly Kelly figure. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm still very grateful for that. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, we, I mean, I mentioned it before with WrestleMania. This being the first time where SmackDown is live after WrestleMania, 
WWE announced travel packages this week for SummerSlam taking place at Barclays Center where they added SmackDown to this weekend. So on the the 19th of of August, I was going to say of November, um, you got NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. On the 20th, you have SummerSlam. The 21st is Monday Night Raw. And the 22nd is going to be SmackDown Live from Barclays Center for the first time after WrestleMania, the same venue, uh, after SummerSlam. Huh. Very interesting. Which I'm going to hopefully, I mean, I would love to go to all four events. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's it's, that's just too much wrestling. Last year, I tried to go to SummerSlam also. That I got sold out of right away. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that'll happen again. And I'm going to hope, just like the past two years, that I've, I'll be able to get a TakeOver ticket and then I'll I'll try it for a SmackDown, too. And hopefully mm-hmm. the Cruiserweights will still be there for 205 Live because I'm seeing stuff somewhere in between the lines that the ratings haven't been so great and they might cancel it, but who knows? Really? But yeah, I hope that's not true and I hope that's just nothing but a rumor on the internet. I, I saw the Holy Foley maybe canceled. We're not resigned for another season. Yeah, I don't. But no. I, yeah. just, I just hope by the time SmackDown finally gets to us in August, mm-hmm. they still have two hundred five live. Yeah. Uh, well, there were a bunch of indie results to cover. Let's cover some of those. Uh, on the twenty fourth, Evolve seventy eight in Joppa, Maryland, Matt Riddle defeated Anthony Henry. Austin Theory picked up the victory over Darby Allen. Ethan Page defeated Jason Kincaid. I was hoping you'd say Ethan Allen again. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Ethan Allen. Catch Point defeated the Gatekeepers. Uh, you had ACH defeat Tracy Williams. Keith Lee defeated Sabre Jr. So cool. Evolve title match, Timothy Thatcher successfully defended against Fred Yehi. I, I actually I skipped over Drew Galloway defeating Jeff Cobb just so I could say Sabre Jr. Yeah. For whatever I, reason it like I always I think I've always been the one that gets Zack Sabre Jr. matches, but And then when I do I always mess up in his pronunciation of his name and then I regret it. Yeah, so why don't you kick us off with Evolve 79 that took place in New York City on the 25th of February. You got it. ACH defeated Jason Kincaid. Chris Dickinson picked up the victory over Anthony Henry, Austin Theory, and Fred Yehi. Yeah, Jeff Cobb defeated Jaka. Uh, Jeff, Lee- Jeff Cobb is making a huge name for himself this uh, at the halfway point of last year and this year. Keep your eye on him. Yeah, he's in the uh, Rising Stars line for, uh, what is it, the Action to- I can't think of their names. Yeah, the Action Figures. Yeah, that uh, Trent figure. Did you see the Trent I sent you? Yeah, I did. That is like a really good. damn good figure. Yeah. Sculpt. Because like, those aren't like, that's not computers. Somebody did that by their hand. It's crazy. Yeah, and that Bull James is good too. Yeah, he is. But, uh, yeah, Keith Lee defeated Tracy Williams. Uh, You also had Ethan Page defeat Darby Allin. Matt Riddle defeated Drew Galloway via referee stoppage. Evolve title match, Sabre Jr. defeated Timothy Thatcher to become the new 
Evolve champion. No, no, no. Zack Sabre Jr. to you. Uh, I, I, Timothy Thatcher. I just I just wanted to sound cool. I wanted to sound like you, Brandon. Yeah, so congratulations to Sabre Jr. on winning the Evolve Championship. Uh, maybe this could eventually will be leading to a WWE contract. Who knows? Now, he was offered a contract, though, with WWE, right? He just didn't sign it? I have no idea what happened with that. I'm not too sure. But maybe it, like later on down the line, who knows? Yeah. Never say never. Never say never. Right. That was a song. Yeah, no, I knew that by the lyrics. No, I didn't know if you knew that song. It's yeah. a good song. No, I knew it because it's a Justin Bieber song, and Justin Bieber was always on the radio at one point. Yeah, good old Justin Bieber. JB. It's like, yeah, it is It is too late to say sorry. Yeah. I mean, you want to say sorry, but yeah, it's definitely too late. Now, remember that time where he was on the podcast and the episode got lost? I, I honestly, I feel like he wouldn't even do it. I don't know. No, I don't think he would. He's going to do it. No, I, uh, I honestly, I don't think he would. Yeah, maybe not. Justin Timberlake, though, would. Oh, uh, Timberlake 100% would 100%, 100% do it. Yeah, should we hit up Justin Timberlake's, like, uh, PR people and be like, yo, we run this pro wrestling uh, podcast. Which is, by the way, the only online listening experience in the world today. Truth. Truth. <laughs> and then uh, Justin Timberlake will be like, yeah, absolutely. And then at the end, you'll have to end it by saying... Bye bye bye. Mm-hmm. Which in which he'll be like, oh, you guys can't air that. And then we'll be like, well, yeah, we can. We are an online listening experience. That's just how it goes. Yeah, so they say. Well, that's what people say. Uh huh. Okay, time for NYWC taking place on the twenty fifth. Psycho Circus fifteen at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. The Joker's Wild Battle Royal. Your winner of that is Mike Verna. So, very awesome. Always good to see him show up at NYWC. Yeah. Uh, the CZW World Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Champion Joe Gacy retaining that title against challenger Alex Reynolds. NYWC Tag Team Titles on the line. Anthony LaSera and Jesse Bain successfully defending against Milk Chocolate. They'll returning. Brandon Watts, so good to see and hear him back in that wrestling ring uh, after recovering from that neck injury. And hear him in the wrestling ring? Well, hear of him being in there because we yeah. didn't see it. Right. But yeah, it's hear awesome. all the reviews of it. It's, it's definitely awesome that he's back. Uh, for yeah. the MYWC Starlet Championship, champion J-Red is no longer champion Willow Nightingale oh. picked up the victory, defeating him. And this was actually her return match as well. Yeah. Uh, return from injury. So, awesome night for everyone returning. Oh, not really. Awesome night for everyone returning from an injury. But the outcomes, I'm sure people, some of them, like Brandon Watts, would have liked a little bit better. But Willow Nightingale is champion, so congrats. 
Yeah, flawless Blake Morris teaming up with Maxwell Jacob Feinstein defeating General Romero and JT Kaysen, which afterwards Alex Reynolds came out and they formed a new version of High Society. I I can't help but think that this is due to that amazing reaction uh, towards High Society and Alex Reynolds at the Tony Nese event. Yeah, was it Draw the Line? Uh, yeah, Draw the Line. Yeah. Um, well, talking about drawing the line, the big O totally drew a line when he came toe-to-toe with Tyler Murphy for that fusion title, and he crossed that line, destroyed Tyler Murphy, and now he is the new fusion champion. A big uphill battle for him uh, since his injury. Yeah. So, go, great job never, for the Big O. Never officially lost that title either. Yeah, so finally getting that title back. And, uh, yeah, the MYWC main event for the Heavyweight Championship in the eight-man tag team elimination Psycho Circus match with the special guest enforcer, Mikey Whipwreck. Bull James is now the new champion, teaming up with Mouse, Rex Lawless, and Tommy Dreamer, who ended up being the mystery tag team partner, defeating former champion Stockade, the Hounds of Hatred, Bam and Boo Sullivan, and King Mega, who uh, replaced Kruger. Yeah, um, but still, but all, I mean, it's unfortunate that Kruger was unable to attend this event, but this match, from seeing pictures and clips, what a match. It is brutal, um, but awesome that we have a new champion, Bull James. A lot of new champions this night. Yeah. But congratulations to all the new champions. Go check out NYWC Wrestling at nywcwrestling.com. Yeah, some upcoming events taking place on March the 10th. ROH, the 15th anniversary show in Las Vegas, Nevada. They just celebrated their 15th anniversary last week. The championship will be on the line. Either champion Adam Cole or Bobby Fish, if he is champion by then, will be taking on Christopher Daniels. Um, Yeah, you're going to have a world tag team title match as... Uh, the Young Bucks uh, defended against Rapunji Vice, and this is actually going to be a Vegas street fight. For the ROH Six-Man Tag Team Championships, the champions, the kingdom, will be taking on Dalton Castle and the boys. Yeah, Jay Lethal taking on Adam Cole or Bobby Fish. Yeah, whoever is not champion then. Yeah, so go check out that event. Also, Shine 41 in Arbor City, Florida, taking place on the 10th. Shine Championship match. Lufisto is uh, going to be defending against Ivelisse. The Which, by the way, Ivelisse is also getting one of those figures. Ah, very cool. The Shine Tag Team Championships will be on the line. Santana and Chelsea Green, who will be replacing Gabby Castrovinci from uh, Tough Enough, Raquel. Uh Champions will be taking on Kennedy Brink and Vanessa Craven. Um, Gallows was supposed to be in that too, but I, I don't know if she's mm-hmm. going to be with uh, Kennedy Brink and Craven, I guess. 
Well, Allison Kay is going to be taking on Mercedes Martinez. Tessa Blanchard taking on Thea Trinidad. Sue Young taking on Candy Cartwright. And uh, Malia Hasaka will be taking on Angel Rose. Uh, Ariel Monroe taking on Priscilla Kelly. Yeah. So go check that out. And then on the 11th, CCW Proving Grounds in Voorhees, New Jersey, Alexander James taking on Sammy Callahan. In a false Count Anywhere match, Devin Moore will be taking on Connor Claxton. You got Matt Tremont and Stockade taking on Jeff Cannonball and Joey Janela. And for the CCW Tag Team Championships, Scarlett and Graves will be defending the titles against Dub Boys and EYFBO. Yeah, so go check out CCW Wrestling, CCWWrestling.com. Uh, WrestlePro also taking up place on the 11th in Rahway, New Jersey. You're going to have the WrestlePro Championship on the line in the ladder match. Anthony Bowen, uh, why, I keep on wanting to say successfully defended or defended. But, yeah. Uh, Bowen's taking on Bobby Way well, Wayward. Yeah, you're going to be seeing Tommy Dreamer take on Chris Payne. Uh, you have the Tag Team Championship match. Uh, tag Team Championship on the line in a gauntlet match. Heavenly Bodies take it on Massage Envy, the Beach Bums, Amazing Graysons, and Team España. Tommy, oh, I already read that one. <laughs> Beefcake Charlie will be taking on Joey Ryan. Alex Reynolds taking on Delroy Alexander. You're going to be seeing Shark Boy versus Matt McIntosh. And match number five in a best of five series and be from the car wash. Taking on CPA, both tied at two. Yeah, so definitely check that out in Rahway, New Jersey on the 11th of March. Uh, now we're going to be taking a quick break and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Yo, this is New Jack, and you listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. This is episode number 317. Going to go over to the sports entertainment section of the episode and kick it off with some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro, which was opened by the man, Goldberg himself, uh, Fastlane promo, Kevin Owens came out, Goldberg challenged him to a Green Bay street fight, Kevin Owens said they don't deserve to see Kevin Owens fight. Which is true. I mean, do they? No, and I don't, I don't also so. later on the night, night to, not to jump ahead, Triple H called the fans stupid and the fans were booing. But the fans are stupid because during that segment with Seth Rollins, they were chanting for CM Punk. So you are oh, stupid. Yeah. Don't boo Triple H when he tells you you're stupid when you're chanting for CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Up after Goldberg and Kevin Owens, we had the New Day come out and cut a promo, which got cut off by Shining Stars coming out. And then New Day was informed that they won't be facing Shining Stars. They were not their opponents. There was a huge mistake. There was a huge mix-up. And it was actually Rusev and Jinder Mahal that were 
their opponents, which I was just livid. Yeah, I, I didn't understand so it. So pissed off. It was. It's a. It's an. I was like, first of all, I was so happy the Slammy Awards were not on Monday. On Monday, because if they were, there would have one hundred percent have been an Oscar envelope moments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh hell yeah! There's no. There's no way they can add that stupid thing into it. I still I hate that we did it, but whatever. We did it. Regardless, yeah, that's one. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. They did it on Monday Night Raw. They worked it into it. Just a jab, just a knife jab into my stomach. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a wild event, and I understand pop culture and stuff, but still, it was just, really? It, like it, yeah, no. Hell no. But New Day... Uh, Xavier Woods and Biggie Langston went on to defeat Rusev and Jinder Mahal. For me, the only takeaway is that Rusev yelled at Jinder Mahal afterwards. I thought they were going to split up, but they didn't. Nope. Still on the same page. But it's like nothing, really nothing's happening with New Day. It's just, this just allowed them to stay on television until creative had something for them. Which is, I think, this the part that we're going to be at for a long time. I mean, it seems like they don't want them to go with Bullet Club right now. Uh, Guns and Gallows. Oh, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Especially because they had that whole, what? they had the yep. question and answer. Cut- what? What? I said, I had no idea what you were talking about when you said what Bullet you- Club. Oh, gotcha. But then yeah. you said it. Especially because they had that that YouTube live video. And they had mentioned that, like, last year they tried so hard to get the Elite versus New Day. And it didn't happen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's going to happen for quite some time with New Day. Where they're just going to be floating along, being on TV here and there. Well, not here and there, every week, but just with no storyline for the most part. Yeah. And and during sorry, that Sorry about that before. I don't know, it's cut out. Yeah, I don't I didn't I mean, hear you for a while. I still really? I Yeah, yeah, I couldn't hear you. Well, uh during that promo before the match, uh Rusev referred to himself as handsome Rusev. Dude got a haircut now. Oh, new gimmick. Yeah, handsome Rusev is going to be uh, showing up to Monday Night Raw next week. With a with sh- short all around, and then it looks like there's long on top, kind of like how you had it. Yeah. So should be interesting. It's not the first time that we haven't seen, or that it's not the first time that we've seen Rusev with no hair. Um, no, it's just been a super super long time since we've seen that. I don't like, even, even like, remember him with short hair, to be honest. Like with I don't you. know, I don't know even I I don't know if he was in FCW or if it was early NXT that I'm remembering. So it's like one or the other. That like that was like the last time we saw him. Wow. With, when he used to come out with his two by four. I don't remember. Remember that part. where no, he used to come out with a piece of wood and break it. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, after that, we went backstage. We saw Stephanie McMahon. Looked like she was going to compliment Mick Foley at first and then just ended up berating him, calling him weak. And um, old and fragile. 
Yeah. She was like, oh, really? Triple really? H. She was like, 17 years ago when my husband retired, you Triple H went somewhere and you just didn't. It really brings up that point from last week where where she said, uh, you better watch your step and stuff. I have a feeling that she's going to set up an incident where he ends up getting hurt. Maybe by Samoa Joe and Sami He ends Sam up just Kane. breaking his hip. Yeah, I could see Samoa Joe injuring Foley. Samoa Joe's going to break Mick Foley's hip. Yep, you heard I'm that pre- here, folks. First, that'll put a lot of butts in the seats. Because <laughs> that's probably... Oh. I mean, Mick Foley's due for a hip replacement, so... I... Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, also, Tazara, uh, Tazawa defeated Dar. Um, he was a lot more vocal in this match, no? No, I think it's Tazawa. just been his thing. I think it's Tazawa's thing is, uh, ah, ah. Oh, it's I, funny. It's funny because I, I, I just didn't notice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I was at, um, like, Costco. I think it was. Yeah, I went to Costco today. And uh, the, there was, like, a, 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 a screaming kid next to me and they were just yelling that over and over again i was like oh snap that sounds like tozawa <laughs> this little kid's tozawa well i mean it obviously not i didn't say it is tozawa yeah but uh i don't know this it seems like they they're trying to write storylines for the cruiserweights but like is it connecting i mean I, kendrick I, after uh attacked him after that Saying like lesson number two or whatever, always have eyes in the back of your head. Yeah. So it's like like they're trying, but I don't like. Ultimately, they're. It seems like they're just giving us the same matches over and over again. I don't know. I'm. I don't think they are. I, I can appreciate their effort, you know, and I can appreciate the amount of time that they are giving to these cruiserweights on live television, considering that coming into this, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah, and but now they're, they're not giving. Them yeah, I mean, they get two segments per week, but it's not like... But then they also have the backstage stuff. Well, I mean, that's... Yeah, well, I... Yeah. But it's still, I think they're like... There needs to be something more. There's like... There's something that's missing that. Obviously, I mean, if those rumors on the internet are true about the the ratings of 205 Live being bad, I don't know. I mean, there's got to be something that needs more connecting. Like yeah. I would, maybe, like maybe we saw Gallagher in the Royal Rumble. We saw him interacting with other main roster superstars. Maybe the cruiserweights need some sort of like interaction with main roster superstars. Not, I'm not saying matches, but maybe there needs to be some sort of something there. Maybe yeah, there I... could be like, oh, like Tony Nese bumps into Cesaro at one point. And Cesaro's like, hey, man, hey, kid, watch your back. Like, we're not even in the same division. Excuse yourself. And then, like, Nice steps up. They have, like, an interdivisional match between Cesaro and Nice or something like that. Hashtag Mark Dreams. (laughs) Yeah. Big time Mark Dreams. Big time. Uh, But up after that, we saw Charlotte and Dana Brooke come down to the ring. Which Charlotte let everybody know the wrong amount of days until WrestleMania. <laughs> and just called Bailey average, just like every average fan in professional wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks came out to defend Bailey. 
And of course. Then Bailey said that Charlotte has a stupid face because that's we spoke about this last week, man. That's where that's where the 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 female promos are at. Yeah, it's awful. You have a stupid face, and then the Ooh. fans' stupid face, stupid like, come on, what the heck? I mean, it's not like how it was with like uh, I think Michelle McCool was really good with that stuff with insults and everything like that. But recently, it's just not been good. Yeah, and then the tag team match that was announced earlier was supposed to be Charlotte and Dana versus Sasha Banks and Bailey. Which Charlotte was like, she is not my partner. This person is my partner. And then Nia Jax came out to be Charlotte's partner instead of Dana Brooke. Uh, which led to Nia Jax and Charlotte picking up the victory over Dana Brooke. Not Dana Brooke. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey. I, I gotta say, I was, imp- I was impressed with Nia Jax in this. I, di- I didn't think she was that bad. I mean, she hit a leg drop. I, I like her leg drop a lot, actually. I like the way that she lands it. You um, know, like, I like that it actually covers the entire, like, it looks good. <laughs> what do you mean it covers the entire what? Like, she now she hits it really well where it looks like, like she, it connects. Like, she does, like, a split with, the, with it. Not a split. Well, her legs I, are split open. No, I'm like just the landing of it. I think looks really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Dana tried to get involved in this, but she got taken out. Which they, which commentary is like, oh, Dana Brooke might have broken her ribs, which I don't think they needed to write her off television. Yeah, she's been off like for for weeks, like on and off. Well, you know why they wrote her off? So but this was to return at WrestleMania to help Charlotte win the championship back. I mean, well, she's competing at the Arnold Classic this week, so like, or next week. So it's like, that's why maybe they're like, oh, where's Dana Brooke? She's got her broken ribs. She's not here. So they like wrote her off for that, probably. But that, the I don't think they didn't need to write her off for that. She was, she could just have been off. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, no, I agree. And would it's, it be would it be Fastlane instead of WrestleMania? No, I I say WrestleMania. So you're saying Charlotte loses her very first pay per view match this this weekend? Could even be a no DQ. Uh, it could even be a, a DQ or interference or no contest. Big Cass picked up the victory over Luke Gallows. I uh, yeah had. Anderson tried Good. to get involved, but yeah. uh, Enzo took him out. And I liked how that didn't lead to the end of the match there. Even though it was like the start of the match, it didn't yeah. affect the outcome. No, it was a good call. And I thought for the guy, Luke Gallows, a guy of Luke Gallows' size for, for Cass to hit that fallaway slam, I thought that was awesome. And then did it right into the, if Morrow was on commentary, it would be a stinger splash. Yeah, right. But, yeah, uh, I, Shave, I enjoyed this match. Yeah. Sheamus picked up the victory over Titus O'Neil. Very quick match. It happened because backstage in in uh, catering. catering, Titus came up to Sheamus and said he wanted to make WWE green again. Yeah. Which, like, looking at m- much of the pushed roster, <laughs> WWE is already green. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> 
So I really didn't get that. Really? Yeah. Now you no, get I, it. I got you, but I, oh. I understand the Titus O'Neil stuff. I guess I I don't I guess they just needed Sheamus to have a match while Cesaro had his little match with Joe. And they need they wanted Titus in on the I it was like a it was like what, it was like a thirty second match? Not even? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. But Next up, they had an in-ring interview. Corey Graves sitting down with the injured Seth Rollins. Which uh, Rollins said that it basically was saying the doctors won't clear him for WrestleMania. Yeah. And then Triple H showed up with Samoa Joe. Triple H. Pretty much surrounded him. Yeah. And Triple H was like, oh, the fans are like, Fans are saying, I used you, and it's like, boo friggin' who? I did use you. <laughs> Which I thought was so funny. But, uh, yeah, so Triple H was like, I, I used you 100%, and basically, you're stupid, Seth Rollins. Yeah. That's how wrestling goes. You're not the ge- they're not you're not the future, you're the past. And he goes, if I was you, I would just go. Yeah. And Rollins is like, I'll see you at WrestleMania. Paraphrasing like, that. Don't show up. Who said that? Triple H. Oh, I thought you said Trish. I was like, what? Yeah, Trish came back. I thought you were role playing. I was like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but yeah, so Seth Rollins basically said he doesn't care what the doctors say. He's going to do his darndest to be a WrestleMania and take on Triple H. And uh, after that, Big Show wrestled. Shining Stars. Why? Because his big match with Shaq is happening? I, that like I don't know what they're doing with that. Like Big Show did an interview with WWE.com saying he thinks Shaq is backing out. Then yeah, Shaq, Shaq did then an Shaq interview saying it's WWE not uh, meeting him. Yeah, Shaq did that sort of interview. But like they're still like I don't understand like I'm not I still don't 100% buy that there's no match. I just don't know when. Maybe they want it to like get past Fastlane first in order to do it. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew where WWE was going to be in, uh, like after Fastlane. Uh, I just hope it doesn't happen. I, uh, see, I don't mind. I, don't, I really I don't mind a, a, a match like that. I do. I really, I don't know, man. Shaq, I think, was, I mean, he's always, I mean, he's an athlete, so. I I, eh. I mean, Big Show's been training his ass off for, for what? To not have a match at WrestleMania? To just be thrown into a battle royal? Well, he actually, he said in an interview that the reason why he's getting in such good shape is because of, uh, he equates to John Cena. Really? Um, yeah, I guess he was... Talking with John Cena and everything, and Big Show made a joke. He was just like, huh, uh, uh, "Yeah, I'm sure everybody who would want to see a seven foot four guy with abs, like joking around about him getting in shape." But this is before he, he actually sh- started working out. He doesn't even so, show them off. 
No, but this is before he started working out. He was just like, who wants to see a seven-foot-whatever guy uh, in with abs? And then John Cena responded to him, looked at him, and was just like, yeah, who would who would, who would want to see that? And apparently walked – like really walked away from him. And Big Show said like he would – he was being actually serious, John Cena. Like, he was pretty much telling him, like, yeah, it's time to get in shape. Everybody wants to see that. Get your health together. Do this. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, Big Show said that he was actually really uh, pissed at that comment. And that was really what drove him to start going to the gym a good amount was the comment by John Cena. So... Very cool stuff. Well, to reiterate what I said, I wouldn't mind seeing Big Show versus Shaq. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you got, there's it's going to be Chicago, Monday Night Raw. Uh, you got, Chi-Town. Yeah. Then you have Detroit. Then you have Brooklyn. And uh, after Brooklyn, you have... Uh, Newark, New Jersey. Where else do we have? So I don't know. I don't know if Shaq will show up anywhere there. I guess only time will tell. Uh, next up, you had Gallagher and DJP defeating Nice and Neville. Yeah. Um, not much really happened here, but Gallagher had oh. Tony Nice locked in a submission where. Neville could have broken it up, but he chose not to. There was some tension in a in a backstage segment previously with Tony Nese and Neville. So I'm hoping this could lead to Tony Nese somehow turning on Neville and getting the championship. That would be awesome, as always. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Samoa Joe pick up the victory over Cesaro. A really cool spot. I like that Cesaro was able to gut red suplex uh, Samoa Joe. I thought that was a nice spot. And then there was another cool spot where Samoa Joe had Cesaro in a knee bar, and then Cesaro reversed that into a sharpshooter. Which it's, I mean, it's kind of weird seeing Cesaro facing Samoa Joe since he was kind of vocal about Samoa Joe using the muscle buster. Using that well, I mean, finisher, you use still using that move that injured Tyson Kidd. Yeah, well, I'm sure that he, they spoke and everything like that. You know, I'm I, sure they're still friends. I don't know, but uh, I enjoyed this match, and I thought it was so stupid at first. WWE posted uh, posted this match in slow motion. Yeah, I didn't get that. And I was like, why Why would they need to do that? But then I watched it, and I was like, this is the coolest video I've ever seen. No, like, no, like it looked it like, down. did you watch it? Yeah, I, I it, watched some of it, then it was just like... It looked like good. a movie. It's like the stuff that they show on DVDs when they talk about, like, this person was the greatest wrestler of all time. And, like, they're talking about them while they're showing super slow motion clips of it. I thought it was super cool. And yeah. I would love to see more of that on, like, exclusive videos online or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, after the match, Sami Zayn attacked Samoa Joe, which uh, uh, got separated. Yeah. Kind of got the upper hand on him for a good amount of there. Yeah, he hit that plancha off the, the entrance stage. 
and uh, then they got separated. Yeah. So I thought it was cool. Uh huh. Uh, next up, you had Braun. Uh, well, you had Foley and Braun Strowman for the contract signing, which earlier in the night, for whatever reason, Braun Strowman demanded Mick Foley to make a contract signing so Roman Reigns won't back out, won't be able to back out of their match. Well, I get it. Like nah, at first, I, I was just like, "Wait, why?" And then I was just like, "Oh, okay." But He's like, just trying to. I don't know. That's just like. I don't know, man. That I didn't get that. I'm okay with it. And the contract signing to comes. They both brawl, uh, which I thought was a good brawl. A security guard got taken out. I don't know if that was like WWE security or like. Yeah, he had. He, no, he he must have been a worker. I don't know. Like, he looked like he was like, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm sure he was, I'm sure we would have heard about it if it was like real. Yeah, I'm, he, he was probably a worker. But, uh, yeah, so he got taken out. But uh, Strowman, at one point, tossed Roman Reigns into the corner turnbuckle, which just snapped off and flew off, uh, which I kind of wish happened last week against Big Show. Mm-hmm. But, because yeah, like, if I, you're... I, like, if you're not going to do that again on Sunday, like, you did it once. You're going to show your strength on Monday Night Raw, and then you're, they're not going to be able to do it again at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I assume they're not going to do it again on the pay-per-view. But Roman Reigns still got up to sign the contract. And to my memory, I don't believe Braun Strowman ever signed that contract. So, yeah. like, was it a contract signed for just Roman Reigns? Or was Braun Strowman supposed to sign it at one point also? But I have no idea. I thought I saw Braun Strowman sign it. I don't. I can't remember. I thought he, I I thought he signed it right at the beginning of the promo. I don't know. But I don't remember. But that was Monday Night Raw. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah, done. That was that. Let's talk about some SmackDown. Which Started opened, off with Miz TV. Yeah, which I thought was fantastic on both John Cena and Miz, more Miz than Cena. I, Miz is a great heel, man. Yeah, it was really, really, it was a good promo and everything like, like that. Before John Cena was even able to speak, Miz was like, no, mute his microphone. Just so Miz could be the one that talks without being interrupted. I thought, I was like, damn, that's good. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, and then Miz, Miz said, Cena became exactly what he hated in The Rock. Part-timer, doing movies. And John Cena fired back. He was like, if he, if he really got his way in WWE, he would be facing Undertaker at WrestleMania. Which I was like, oh, damn, they're bringing that up. Because those were internet rumors that John yeah. Cena will be facing Undertaker at WrestleMania. And he also, he was like, and also to continue... You stole from Jericho. Ric Flair. You stole from Ric Flair. You stole from Daniel Bryan. And even most recently, you stole from AJ Styles. And then yeah, with, John his, Cena, uh, with his phrase. Yeah, well, I beat up John Cena. Yeah. John Cena went to walk away. Maurice stopped him, yelled at him, slapped him, which led to Nikki coming out. Miz and Maurice hightailed it. They went into the crowd. Uh, and Nikki was like, I'm going to break you. Miss, Miss and Maurice. 
Miser Maurice. Yeah, no. Miser Maurice. Yeah, Nikki with the I'm going to break you. I was just like, wait, what? I didn't understand. I don't know. It was – I thought the promo was good I, and stuff, well, but well, I thought wait, the end of it with Nikki. What didn't you get from that? What do you mean? What didn't you like? What I didn't like the way that she, what her phrase of what she said. To I guess it's like WWE's way of saying like let we could like have like oh let's throw this line out there it'll fire up the crowd it'll fire like it'll show passion. Yeah, no, I get it. It fires up the crowd, but it didn't fire up me. But like that's something that I would hear a like thirteen-year-old girl on Doctor Phil say. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't say "cash me outside." Rather than a thirty-year-old woman, so like, yeah. But the promo itself was good, but the Nikki part could have done without. And I'm probably for as per WrestleMania goes, as of right now, at least uh, the way it looks, I think that might be the most the match that I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, and that's the match I'm looking forward to the least. I don't know why, I, man. Maurice and Nikki, if it was Cena and Miz, okay, well, yes. Well, what's, wrong with, what's wrong with Nikki and Maurice? I don't care for that. Dude, Maurice was one of the best Divas champions in WWE history. Don't care for that. I don't know. I don't know why you don't. 2017, don't care for Maurice. Don't care. I don't care for Nikki. Oh, Beth Phoenix can return. No. Why can't Maurice don't. return to the ring? I'm not Mickey a, James I don't care. It. Yeah, but I don't care. I don't care about Mickey James either. Wow. I don't care about any of them. Speaking of Mickey James, she lost a best two out of three falls match against Becky Lynch. Because I don't care about her. I, I mean, I don't know where it's going to go from here. It's going to go to Mickey James did her deed. She's going to go off into the sunset, get inducted no, to the Hall so, of Fame man. next she year. Seems like she's like here for the, for the long haul. Yeah, we'll see. But after Becky Lynch tied up the the match to one on one to one, when is Magnus going to be on TV? That's what I'm curious about. I don't think that'll happen. But <laughs> Alexa Bliss made her way down to the ring and distracted the referee while Becky was pinning Mickey James. And uh, after that, Mickey went to hit Becky and uh, accidentally knocked Alexa Bliss off. And Becky rolled her up, which Mickey James reversed into a roll up. Which then eventually got reversed into this armor for the third. I was surprised. I was surprised at that ending. I thought it was going to end a lot sooner than it did. I thought because that thing happened with Bliss, I thought Mickey James was going to pick up the victory after she reversed that pin. But but no, I was surprised with that ending. So yeah. Up next was what I thought would be the main event of SmackDown. For the number one contendership to see who's going to WrestleMania to face Bray Wyatt, WWE The match that shouldn't have happened. AJ Styles defeated Luke Harper. I thought the match was great, but it's just it really is just disappointing to have seen Luke Harper lose. Yeah, I couldn't I to be honest, I couldn't even watch this match because the fact that you already convinced me that Harper wasn't you weren't confident in Harper. And I just didn't what? care to watch. What do you mean? The fact that they I didn't tried say to convince I wasn't. us. Don't tell no, me. No, no, not you. Not you. Well, you're speaking WWE. to one other person. <laughs> WWE. <laughs> like the fact that you are trying to convince us that Harper didn't win that match. That Harper and AJ touched at the same time. 
and you're going to create this stipulation that they that it wasn't visible or and that both feet and all of that stuff that they were spewing out it was just really convinced me like it was just like okay obviously you don't have the confidence in harper so uh, why do i why am i going to watch this but yes i did watch it and yeah and AJ Styles won at first with uh, Luke Harper's foot on the rope, which Shane came out to restart the match. And after that, AJ Styles got into Shane McMahon's face, and Luke Harper accidentally kicked him. Luke Harper kicked Shane McMahon, knocked him down, and then Harper basically from then on was like the downfall. Yeah, I, I just don't understand it. It's like the, you take away that first pinfall, right? You take away that victory from AJ, and you're like, oh, wait. There is that chance. Maybe, obviously, Harper is going to win now, and it's going to well, be because I mean, Shane, and Shane's going to, yeah, and Shane's going to go against AJ, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah, AJ so, wins. Yeah, AJ won with the Springboard 450. Uh, then they announced, well, talking smack first of all, AJ, uh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan were like, we literally we don't know who's number one contender. Which I just skipped fast forward way too much. I thought we were up to the ending already. No, because it's that, right. because it's that should have been the main event. I'll yeah. hold off on to that. But after that match, we saw John Cena and Nikki Bella backstage being interviewed. Carmella and James Ellsworth interrupted them, and Carmella kept making James stick up for her. And now we're going to see John Cena and Nikki Bella versus James Ellsworth and Carmella next week on SmackDown. Yeah. Which, I uh, honestly, I, I liked that segment. I thought it was funny. Um, I don't mind having to see that next week. I'm um, going to tell you, be honest, uh, I'm not going to watch SmackDown next week. But you don't watch live, so... Yeah, so, well played. <laughs> but, um, yes, I don't, I don't mind having to see that match next week. It's just, I, I assume... I could actually see Ellsworth and Carmella pick up the victory with help from Miz and Maurice. Mm-hmm. So Ellsworth is going to have victories over AJ Styles, John Cena. Keep him counting. Yeah. Up after that was supposed to be Dean Ambrose versus Kurt Hawkins, but it never happened because Dean Ambrose, as soon as he got into the ring, hit Kurt Hawkins with dirty deeds and uh, called called Baron Corbin out. And Baron Corbin didn't come out, but he appeared on the Titan Tron and said that he's going to. It's going to take everything that Ambrose has. And I would love to see that. Which it's funny because earlier you said who's even feuding with. No. I, f- I forgot during this segment. I was like, Why? Am- what's- who's Ambrose going to call out? That's funny. Yeah. But it's like it's just like I don't think they're doing a great job building that up. And it's just Not like, at all. It's just like American Alpha. They're the tag team champions. I think Who? We, I think the last the, week the, on SmackDown. The people on the dark, the dark match? Yeah, I think last week on SmackDown, the Usos had probably one of the best promos that I've ever seen from them. And then this week, they're not—they're nowhere to be found. Mm-mm. American Alpha, the tag team champions, they're nowhere to be found. It's in, I think it's Chad Gable's hometown where he won, the same building where he won an amateur wrestling championship. That could have been 100% worked into a storyline with the Usos. I'm going to call it now, Hardy Boys to SmackDown, winning the championship. I don't, that, that doesn't, I don't know. Matt Hardy returns to SmackDown. Oh, yeah. V, V1. 
We'll see. Who knows? So, yeah. Uh, anything else? Yeah, Dolph That's... Ziggler. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, Ziggler. Defeated Apollo Crews in a random chairs match. Yeah. Which Crews attacked Dolph Ziggler during his entrance. And, uh, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, it didn't pay off. It's like, I don't, at like one point, like, Ziggler had, a, like, Apollo Crews threw a chair at Dolph Ziggler. So Ziggler's holding the chair, and he hits an enziguri, but it didn't, like, it was just an enziguri. It didn't, like, connect with the chair. It connected with Ziggler. I don't know what kind of, I guess maybe because it led to the chair landing on Ziggler after the fact, so he could do the standing moonsault. Maybe. But still, I don't know. But I, I also I have to say I liked Dolph Ziggler did an atomic drop to Apollo Cruz onto the chair. Which the led, only thing I didn't end. like was that Apollo Cruz didn't do the Greg the Hammer Valentine sell I, of it. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I, I wonder what event that was from. That I cannot even tell you. Like what is he, he gets the? Is it? It's Beefcake, right? Beefcake hits it on him. Uh, yes. And he goes and just to sell the atomic drop, which is like you get dropped on your spine, basically, on your back. He, like, grabbed his head and then, I don't know, I don't I, Yeah. Well, they tried to, yeah, just bad. But with this match, I don't know what this is going to be like. What, who, who's going to be having what role at WrestleMania? I don't know. Maybe SmackDown will get a, a no, SmackDown's got the pay-per-view. I was going to say maybe SmackDown will have a Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania. Yeah. But it's a SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view. Hmm. That's a shame. Is it? Yeah, well, I think, I would think both brands should have a shot at the Money in the Bank. Yeah, no, I agree. There's, I, I really don't like that it is separated that way. But... Because it was exciting waiting for two people to be able to cash in. Oh, yeah. But whatever, we have just SmackDown to look forward for for with that. But the aftermath of SmackDown or the actual end of SmackDown, we saw Bray Wyatt coming out and he spoke about AJ Styles and Luke Harper and said that they're not people that could beat him. They're not going to be able to defeat him. And then it cut to Randy Orton. He's in the shed with a rocking chair going, uh, which turns out to be the site where Sister Abigail was buried. Um, it's a place that we've seen before. I just don't know if we ever knew that Sister Abigail was buried there. And uh, Randy Orton said that it might be Bray Wyatt's place, but it's not his, and it never will be. And... He said that very, very upsetting moment for Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he said at one point, Randy Orton's like, I used to say, if you can't beat them, join them. And then he added that once you join them and it's the right time, screw them. And he had a pickaxe, which looked like he was about to like just dig up the grave of Sister Abigail. But instead he doused the whole shed and the grave itself in, in gasoline and lit it on fire. And Randy Orton was like, I'm going to be the master, and Bray, you're going to be my servant. Which left literally left Bray Wyatt helpless there. He couldn't do anything. He was at SmackDown. Randy Orton was by by the shed. 
Yeah, really, uh, it was a good promo. Which Randy Orton, I but, guess, basically enters, re-enters the WrestleMania match title picture. Yeah, I, I don't like that, though, that you're able to say, to give up your spot. Then they do a match to decide who's that spot, who's the owner of that spot, and then be like, you know what, I want my spot back. Which, what I was saying earlier, which I thought was then, um... Shane and Daniel Bryan, they didn't know who's like they don't know who's going to be number one contender right now. And then, furthermore, we just found out today or yesterday that they're going to have a match next week on SmackDown: Randy Orton versus AJ Styles to see who number one contender is. I'm going to fingers crossed that Luke Harper interferes and takes out them both. It just, you know what? I'd be fine with that because that could lead to the fatal four-way. Yeah, so I'm going to go no contest. I still see it being. Randy Orton, AJ Styles complaining to Shane McMahon, this is your fault, Shane. This is your fault. And then leads to that rumored match of Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. And I then that becomes Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. Not, cannot Finn, wait. Finn Balor's not going to be returning to SmackDown. Dude, you cannot say that. Who's, who's getting traded to Raw from SmackDown? No, Greg, Shane McMahon made an agreement with Foley, and Stephanie yes. McMahon's really annoyed at him. For making that agreement to lend out. And then Samoa Joe takes him out. Exactly. Not gonna happen. Thanks, Tattoo. <laughs> That's, is that the lyric, though? <laughs> no. What not is gonna it? get us. Oh, Not Gonna Get Us. <laughs> what song is that? Is that called Not Gonna Get Us? Not Gonna Get Us. Not Gonna Get Us. <laughs> That's <laughs> so weird. Oh, the nature says, oh, the nature says. Right That's not the same song, though. That's no, not the same two song. Two different songs. Two different songs. Yeah. But uh, speaking of That two, was definitely one of my favorite uh, theme songs. Yeah, Victoria's theme song. Yeah, I was a fan of that before it was a theme song. I like that better than, than Nicki Minaj's song. Uh, all of them. No, I meant like Victoria's theme song was once Nicki Minaj before she was famous. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm a girl. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Bum, bum, huh. bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not, I ain't the lady to mess with. Woo! Yeah, so uh, that was SmackDown. <laughs> Moving on to the pay-per-view that we have this weekend, a Raw exclusive pay-per-view, Fastlane, taking place at the Bradley Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A pre-show match, kickoff show of the Cruiserweights. Going to be seeing Rich Swan and Akira Tozawa taking on the Brian Kendrick and Noam Dar with Alicia Fox. I'm going with Rich Swan and Tozawa. Oh, I'm going to still say, I'm going to say TBK and Noam Dar with Alicia Fox. Interesting. All right. Well, let's call this one Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn. I don't know how you have your answers, man. These are super hard. I'm going Samoa Joe. I want to say... If you're going to have him be a hitman for Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, I find it very hard that he's going to lose. I'm going to say this is a no contest or Sami Zayn wins via disqualification. Or Samoa Joe. Yeah, what happens is Seth Rollins interferes helping Sami Zayn 
defeat Joe. That's what I was going to say. Like, either there's, like, some sort of interference or Samoa Joe loses via disqualification because of Seth Rollins. All right, so you're saying which? What are you saying? I'm going with Joe. I'm going to go with Joe. Yeah, I'm just going to say Joe. Okay. But Seth Rollins, I could definitely see coming out there to either help Sami Zayn or just beat up Samoa Joe. Yeah, agreed. Which then in that sense, will that lead to a WrestleMania match between Joe and Rollins or? I I could see that. Instead of Triple H, the rumored match, I could see Samoa Joe stepping in there. Nia Jax will be taking on Sasha Banks. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Nia Jax, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I am agreeing with you. I am going Nia Jax. I can see that happen. But let's get into the next match. Roman Reigns will be taking on Braun Strowman. Going Braun Strowman. Uh, I'm going to say Undertaker comes out. And causes Roman Reigns this match. So you're going broad? Yeah. It's funny because there's a WrestleMania match. Like, yeah, it was set up at the Royal Rumble where Reigns eliminated Taker. But, like, there's, like, you could easily turn this at that point. You could easily turn that into a triple threat match. Because it's like, like, first of all, Undertaker comes out. He can barely move. Yeah, but that, I mean, that could even add more to the reason why there's a triple threat match. Taker comes out and interrupts and either either Reigns loses or Strowman loses the match because of Undertaker. Braun yeah. Strowman, they have that contract, so Reigns can't back out of that match. So it's like Strowman, let's say Strowman ends up losing. Taker comes out, attacks Reigns. Strowman's pissed off. I had a contract. Roman Reigns couldn't back out of this match. I had a contract. I want to fight Undertaker. Roman Reigns is pissed off. I want to fight Undertaker. And then Oprah comes out and goes, you get it, Undertaker. You get it, Undertaker. Yeah. Well, talking about Undertakers, who do you take in this women's match? Charlotte Flair or Bayley? I'm going Charlotte Flair. We said it'd be so stupid if we ever pick anyone but Charlotte on pay-per-view. I'm going with Charlotte Flair. It's hilarious. WWE.com posted every single pay-per-view victory of hers, and and they point out specifically how cheap every single, mostly every single victory was, and how well, tainted I'm, every single sixteen and nothing. Well, how's this? I'm going to say that Dana. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm going to say that Dana Brooke tries to help her win, fails at that. But Sasha Banks comes out to make a save for Bailey from Dana, but ends up costing Bailey the match, causing Sasha setting up Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Well, I mean, still there's that rumored WrestleMania match of the four of them going at it for the title. Yeah, so. I think. Yeah, so, and that sets up for Flair her first loss being WrestleMania. Against who? Sasha or Bailey? Which one? Four way. No, and I meant like who's the loss oh, going to be to? I'd go with Banks. I say Sasha. Yeah, she truly never lost the title, right? Was it an injury? Um, 
No, I'm, I don't know now at this point. Or I feel like maybe it was they took it off. She lost because of injury. But tag team titles, Guns and Gallows versus Enzo and Cass. I'm going Enzo and Cass. I'm going to say Guns and Gallows. Although, you know what? I, it wouldn't be a bad pick. They had that promo on Raw backstage where Cass was telling Enzo to, like, you need to focus, man. We've never, we weren't tag team champions in NXT. We haven't been tag team champions on Raw yet. So, it'd be, it'd be good to see that. Yeah. Um, somehow, this match is the, uh, the setup to the main event. But Neville taking on Gallagher, cruiserweight. I'm going Neville. I'm also going to say Neville. Also, uh, Charlotte did defeat Sasha Banks at Roadblock. In okay. The, that was a 30-minute 30, 30 Man match where oh, yeah. I still, oh, I hate that. I yeah. hate that match, man. Well, I think you're going to hate predicting this one. Goldberg versus Kevin Owens, universal title. It, I'm going Goldberg. It better. Dude, No. I ain't going Goldberg. It better be Kevin Owens. It better be. Chris Jericho better come out and cause Kevin Owens the match, but not the title. So who are you going? I'm going with Kevin Owens. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so disappointed if it's Goldberg. Part of me will be like, oh, it's cool, Goldberg is champion. But the no. other the other 99% of me are gonna, is going to be, damn it, Kevin Owens should be champion going into WrestleMania, going out of WrestleMania. Yeah. But even in that sense, because that's going to be also, I'm going to be pissed off at that because Goldberg wins the championship. It's going to be, Kevin Owens will be like, oh, I want my rematch, blah, blah, blah. Will it happen on the Raw right after Fastlane? Kevin Owens should be like, I want my rematch at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But then they're going to have to try and set up Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. It's all a mess. Everything's a mess. WWE needs new writers. Big time. Well, but that's Fastlane. Fave. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It's time for the shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us. In this week of professional wrestling, go follow Eric at Montreal Broski and go check out First Thing in the Morning on YouTube, his amazing Let's Play, and among other variety of uh, shows that he's putting out there. Also, go check out the Kayfabe Today podcast, which Eric is a part of. You want to go check them out. Uh, Good old people there. And go check out Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Hey, Brandon, any shout-outs? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout-outs. Jigsaw puzzles are 100% getting an anti-shout-out. Um, I did one. I tried one, a 500-piece one the other night with my brother and his girlfriend. Absolutely absurd. Nobody should do them. I don't know how anyone gets any sort of enjoyment out of them. It doesn't make sense. They're two pieces... There's multiple pieces of the ground, they can, and there there's different shapes. But no, that's not going to be the right shape. There's you can't figure it out. There's 500 pieces. Uh, you can actually figure it out. I think that you're just may not be maybe jigsaws, <laughs> just not your thing. I no. but you want to give jigs- me a, a jigsaw, jigsaw puzzle? Is a lot of fun. I'll take a 10 piece jigsaw puzzle. That's good. 
Well, I mean, that may be all that you're you can handle. I'll even but try a hundred thousand. I actually have a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle on the floor right now that we're in the process of doing. I don't get it, man. It's it's a uh, Boba Fett. You two should double date and do jigsaw puzzles together. Oh, that's a cute idea. Maybe we should <laughs> have a glass of wine and do jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, sounds cool. Uh, <laughs> second up, I'll, I'll set that. You you have your people call my people. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, set that up. Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter are getting the next shout out because uh, they went to Mexico last week and they aired the the special episode this Wednesday, this past Wednesday, and uh, it included them being trained in lucha libre. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I would love for Conan Team Coco to to get back to me. About getting some signed 8x10s, that'd be awesome. Team Coco. Yeah, like we're huge pro wrestling fans. I'm a huge Conan fan. I'm a huge Andy Richter fan. It'd be pretty cool to get some Lucha Libre 8x10s of theirs signed. I, I know it's not going to happen, but whatever. And then uh, lastly, I'm going to give a shout out to Joey Janela's Spring Break. It, uh, oh, it's, yeah. It's taking place WrestleMania weekend, and I actually I wish I was going down to Orlando, Florida for WrestleMania weekend just so I could see this just so I could see this event. We're we're, we're I gonna, know we're gonna cover it in full later this month. Uh the event starts at twelve AM. It's gonna it's definitely it's awesome. I mean the people that they have on the card already. I mean you have Joey Janela taking on Marty Janetti. And then so much more. I mean Sammy Callahan, Kyle the Beast. It's it's going to be a fun event yeah. that you don't want to miss. But those were my shout-outs. Now it's time for our... Markout Moment of the Week. That is right. Right, our mark out moment of the week, which is definitely a collective one this week. Um, it's the promo video leading up to Joey Janela's spring break. Wow. Like, I was blown away with how good this was edited, Joey Janela in it. And it, it actually engaged me to want to be down in Florida. I mean, the Scott Hall part. Yeah, that was awesome. Scott Hall played a genie Huge in this. Huge pop. Huge pop. Big time. And, uh, yeah, so definitely check that out. Go to go to Joey Janela's page. Go buy tickets to this show. Go see Marty Jannetty versus Joey Janela during WrestleMania weekend in Orlando. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I... I yeah, I'm going to also add one more. The PWG preview for Only Kings Understand Each Other. Uh, they, one of the matches in there is Leo Rush taking on Ricochet. And they had this exchange of maneuvers back and forth, and it looked insane. So go order that DVD too. Yeah, and it's, huge pop for that. it's also it's a really good thing that you don't go to PWG events because Ryan Satin from TMZ, from Pro Wrestling Sheet, Got a lot of flack today, yesterday, because there was a GIF that came out, and he's just sitting there on his phone for like seven seconds. And, I mean, you do that at shows because you're live tweeting the event to get it out to people. 
which is exactly what Ryan was doing. So, like... Yeah, so we support Ryan. Yeah. Like, what, like... Yeah, you're at a wrestling show, but yeah, you want to get it out to people. You want other people to know about it. Yeah. So, we fully support that. We fully support live tweeting events and app and everything like that. So, um, yeah, that's our show this week. Yeah, go follow Ryan at Ryan Sadden and check out Pro Wrestling Sheets uh, the at Wrestling Sheet. Yeah. But take us home. Well, I guess it's time for me to take you home. So grab my hand and let's look both ways and cross the street. No idea what that is. I thought you were going to say country road, but okay. Oh, not at all. Just crossing the street. Yeah, what is that? To the end of the show, marking out episode 371. No, it's not a gimmick, bro. Don't do that again. I hated that they did that on Raw. Don't do it again. 17. Done for. Yes, go check out marketout.com google play stitcher radio you can go subscribe over there go check out twitter go follow us at marketout at bttg161 at dave the ramp underscore mo go like us on facebook facebook.com slash marketout go watch cooking with brandon 555 on youtube.com slash marketout 11 also go check out pro wrestlingtees.com slash marketout buy a t-shirt thank you very much and also, Del Rio is no longer champion. We wish you the spoiler. Best of luck in your future endeavor. Have a wonderful.